0: What's wrong with you i miss my wrestling you Miss your wrestling yes i i need my wrestling all right man calm down it's all good you know why
1: because you were listening to your professional wrestling fix follow us on facebook at tent wrestling pro wrestling discussions on twitter at the NZGuri.
0: And catch your new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast and the Basement Dropkick on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm Ashley America, and this is the 2300 Wrestling Podcast
0: welcome to the 2300 podcast i am db richards alongside my special guest brian bennett hello. and we have our special guest today ashley america hello ashley hello how you doing it's so it's so weird right now because i don't have dave keener with me and i always call him the sweet tea referee dave keener but mm. he's not here and it's a little Circle bit last week. i know it's like it's messing with my head like he's not here it's like So let's talk about Ashley. Let's talk from the beginning of your career. Who trained you? Um, How did you get into the business?
2: Well, I I started wrestling in 2012, I believe. It might have actually been the end of 2011. Okay. And um, I didn't really do my research when I started wrestling or, you know, I didn't really, like, think enough of myself to try to go to a better school. And I don't think then there really, like, were as many choices. Mm -hmm. So I went to a few not-so-good schools and places that just, like, flat out didn't really, like, they were really negative about females in wrestling yeah so um i choose to blame myself for that but uh yeah had a little bit of a rough start um uh, eddie valentine helped training i should just talk about the people who helped um eddie valentine joseph von schmidt uh blue meanie qt marshall bill Wiles, well bill Wiles. um and then mostly i would say uh delirious And cheeseburger and wolf Ferrara at the ROH dojo.
0: So, what was the best quote, um, advice they ever gave you?
2: The best advice they ever gave me. Um, I don't know if it was just really like one single piece of advice, but definitely like, um, do everything like it's the only thing that you're gonna do in the match, like, make every move count. Um, yeah I don't know I mean, there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot for wrestling
0: I totally understand like the best one yeah. You know I, I, mean?
2: I, I really think that a lot of it is stuff that I figured out for
0: myself and learned the hard way right, really. I get you um, it was um. hold on I was thinking um, his name's blanking out my head Um. He, he he quoted um. one of the wrestlers told him don't be 12 and that, that's his quote now it's like don't be 12 like don't be like, immature 12, no.
2: like 12 years old yeah 12 yeah.
0: years old don't be 12 yes. yeah Corey castle was Corey castle quoted
2: oh yeah i like Corey. Corey's <laughs> a good guy he yeah. he
0: just he just
2: did he um was, he was actually trained by eddie valentine originally too and then when i was at the monster factory he would come around sometimes okay there yeah have
0: anyway. you seen this short film he just posted, first
2: no he sent me out of nowhere a message to it and i just kind of you know, didn't really
0: get, I kind of forgot about it, honestly. So it's I'll a, probably check it out now that you've reminded me. <laughs> it's about Bruce Wayne. So it's kind of cool. Ah. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, oh, also now. <laughs> so, um, like I always ask this question because, um, like I know if I told my parents that I'm going to do a podcast and they're like, are you going to make money out of it? Um, how did your families re- react um, when you got into the wrestling business?
2: Um, they hated it, and I hid it from them, like, especially to the the extent since that I was doing it for a really long time. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. Like, <laughs> like for example, um, it sounds bad, but we did, like, learning chop day once, and the trainer, you know, like, topped us all hard because it's just part of wrestling, and it's not like it injured us. It just left a big, like, one blister handprint on our chest, and, like, somehow, <laughs> we did that <it> <laughs> from my parents while I was living with them. So, yeah. Oh
0: gosh! Um, Unless they just
2: knew and didn't say.
0: If Dave was right here, Dave would say his parents didn't like him or Mike Keener taking bumps and all that stuff. They wouldn't come to a show. If Dave was here, he would tell that story every time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set it. You know what I mean? They they were they saw Mike take a bump from somebody and boom it was over. They didn't go to any of the shows. I I, I'm sure it
2: could be alarming to see that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I was training for a second, and then my brother needed a kidney, and I did all the tests, and I never went back. That was a long time ago. I didn't know that.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. Now you do, know, huh? It's, it's a story. you have any questions to ask? Um, yeah, so when you got into wrestling, I kind of did a little bit of research on your past, and you were an art education major in college. So it seemed like you were having difficult finding jobs there, and you leaned more on wrestling to uh, make ends meet.
2: Um, not really so much ends like financially, you know, I mean, wrestling oh. has really been more of like, I was hoping to break even sort of thing for me, but, uh, I, it was just something to kind of like, you know, I was like having something to do and having a goal to work towards. Okay. Kinda like, yeah.
0: Do you still do any art stuff or?
2: Yeah um with COVID times around and trying to focus a little more on my artwork I actually have a painting um that I am pretty close to being done with and I have a drawing that I'm pretty close to being done with and I'm gonna you know, try starting to like um work on some of that and maybe sell some of it because I am um I work in the entertainment industry and have been out of work since down like. 13th or something, mm-hmm. but everything got shut down. Right. So, yeah, maybe I could
0: transition into doing some of that now. Yeah, what was, um when you were training, what was the hardest move you ever taken?
2: The hardest move? Yeah. In training? In training? Like,
0: you couldn't get anything,
2: it? I couldn't get it. Yeah, you couldn't um, get it, or? I mean, kind of everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard for me at first because I wasn't like, an athlete ever or coordinated. Like literally when I started I would like frame my ankle running the rope <laughs> or like walking. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, like, it took me a really long time to get flip-bump, and um, I don't know if he ever met Eddie Valentine, but his uh, his ex-husband, who was a very, like, became a really good friend of mine, named Chase, would call my legs my mermaid tail, because I couldn't figure out how to, like, tuck my legs. Okay. I don't know. I just, like, I didn't know how to work my body, I guess. Right. <laughs> you're
0: you're enjoying this you're laughing I love that you know what I mean sorry my voice is like so off because I was screaming yesterday (laughs) at H2O with Frankie Picard
2: (laughs) aww i love frankie he oh was, i forgot to mention like preacher and um drew gulak also helped oh that's awesome. it too. yeah we're gonna yeah, have pre- we're on. gonna
0: have preacher on soon too oh i love
2: him he's a good guy he's i very, love him very nice yeah i'd like to see him he's good bud yes he does yeah.
0: i enjoy like being near him
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i can't wait to do an interview yeah. with him but i was screaming like crazy his, and like
2: his life is super life too. <laughs> Arlene. Okay, okay.
0: So, um, I'm gonna skip a little bit. Do you have any pet peeves in the business?
2: Uh, yes.
0: (laughs) What are they? Because mine are all refereeing stuff.
2: I mean, the general culture needs a lot of work. Like, I feel like we can kind of, like, get out of the dark ages with a lot of stuff that we believe in and, you know, like, a lot of things that are just in place to kind of create, like, an abusive culture and Mm -hmm. control and, you know, I mean, yeah, if you want to talk about about referee pet peeves, um, there's a lot of reps who are not trained at all who work on some of those smaller indie shows. And they like, like, for example, sometimes I have to tell them when I'm getting pinned and stuff like that. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: I think it's when your shoulders so, are on the mat.
2: Yeah. Like, literally... I think it's on YouTube that I have with Jordan Grace somewhere in Pennsylvania and every time it wasn't just like a regular pin like if we did a roll up or anything we were like hey uh,
0: you're supposed to count
1: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) oh man Oh my gosh!
2: Yeah, I think like I don't know the whole like you always have to listen to the vet and not talk and like being afraid of everyone getting mad at you all the time mm-hmm. to go.
0: Oh yeah, there's another thing that pisses me off with the business too. Like the younger guys will ask for less money, and the Corey Corey was talking about this on his um episode when we did. like you're asking for twenty bucks, but why and you need to ask for more? And I think the younger guys need to ask for more because that's will fix the problems too because the promoters want to screw everybody out and it sucks
2: yeah yeah and i mean along the same lines i feel like like everyone wants to be ring general Mm -hmm. and i feel like why can't we just both come together and cooperate equally to make a match that looks everybody like makes everybody look good and you know even if someone's new and learning and they want to do something you find a way to make it work because it's wrestling and it's theater as long as you create context for something like you're the one telling the story so you can make it work being a dick very true very true (laughs) like uh, when I you you don't have to be you don't have to ring general me you know I mean I'm not like the best veteran in the world but I do know what I'm doing
0: oh yeah and I I see like a lot of younger guys learning and all and mostly preacher and all them going to see h 20 the young kids there they're getting better and better and I'm like I want to keep on coming back and watch them more you know so I enjoy that part of them um, doing the kids um student shows and all that but when yeah. they get out there they need and to look. like
2: let people let people have ideas and nurture them and give them a place to grow you don't have to be in charge of every little thing oh, yeah. that happens in the master. like you feel like you're somebody like if two people wear more oh yeah you know, make, oh yeah make it work have mm-hmm. fun
0: the cool thing i um wrote down on this little paper and looking you up I saw that one of your finishers is the Insugori. Um, it was for like a second. Dude, that's the name of the show, really? <laughs> this is the, we were called the Insugori Podcast. Oh. Yeah, and now yeah. we now we made it ten wrestling as a network, and then we did twenty three hundred as a show. It's after the ECW Arena. Oh. There's a lot of meaning to my podcast world, mm-hmm. and it's my favorite move. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. Yeah, it is a fun move. I really like to do it. I don't really use it a whole lot anymore, but uh, yeah, I like didn't know what my finisher was for so long because I never won. <laughs> so what do you do now? <laughs> do you have
1: a submission or a striking finisher?
2: Um, It's kind of, it's like a shoot Greco Roman wrestling move that I called the bear track. Okay. I got it from one of my co-workers in the film business. Um, Basically, I have a leg and then I pull you into a cradle and just rock you forward and then we go back and That
1: sounds really Really neat. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's cool. I have a submission
2: too, but um, I don't really win very often, so <laughs> very well kept it. that doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> it's it's all about entertaining the crowd. Yep, a win is a win, yeah. a loss is a loss. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Entertain entertain me and I'll be happy. Yeah. You know I mean that's how I mm-hmm. So um getting into the business wrestling, legendary wrestlers and all, have you ever had a geek out moment?
2: I mean, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I have done some extra work like backstage, and I've been surprised that some of like the caliber of talent who will just come talk to you like like Vince or uh, not Vince McMahon was walking by me in the hall and started smiling and looked like he wanted to talk and I was like. <laughs> 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 um yeah sammy zayden was super nice and he was like asking me why why i still wanted to do wrestling when i do all the other things in my life that i do in catering and i like couldn't say anything i was just like
0: ah <laughs> um one of the, one of the episodes i did with a guy named brian Saoirse. he was in ecwa as one of the members of chick magnets with um tobin and um, mozart and um mm-hmm. he, he does radio and um he's not there anymore because they fired him recently now it's a long story but he was he was at wwe to do a get with crime time and they were like it was an episode with george bush in the ring and they were secret service but Sosha was in the back sitting down and he goes oh crap i don't have a fork so he got up with tobin to go get forks comes back triple h is sitting at their table the only thing they talked about was music and him on the radio <laughs> it's uh, stories like that i love and i'm a good friend of social for a long time so it's like awesome to hear like stories he's, he's been around you know i mean
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it's kind of cool like cool. Uh, Mikey i'm surprised can... that triple
2: h like with eating catering yeah isn't that
0: crazy <laughs> yeah. it's like he has to eat too <laughs>
1: well, he's not having yeah. like caviar delivered to him <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, uh, what was Maybe
2: it? Uh, <laughs> they, probably, they probably do get special food delivered to them and Gorilla because they're so busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, this was before he was, like, up there as a um, top guy, you gotcha. know? And so, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. this was crime time. Um, wasn't that, like, in 2000-something? That was
1: early 2000s. <laughs> yeah,
2: so... Yeah. I'd
0: say, like, mid-2000s. Yeah, because he did um, retire, too, at some point and stayed with his career as a radio guy. But do you have any dream matches? Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: my, my other favorite my other favorite story I just posted about this recently on Twitter so it's fresh in my mind but um, when I was quote unquote paying my dues in Lancaster, Pennsylvania I don't know if you remember LCW but the promoter wanted. he said the best way for me to get involved would be to be an Amish manager because there wasn't really any women's wrestling there and so I, I was like alright whatever and I um, kind of like ironically wanted to be Amish when I was little (laughs) (laughs) and i was like because we were heels i was like what can i do to make this a little more entertaining so i gave my character a unibrow because uh, (laughs) um girls can't do anything for like their beauty oh, yeah right so uh, i'm sitting there just uh, in amish outfit with the bonnet on and everything and i have the inner drawn on and bret hart was on the show and, <laughs> yeah i mean he didn't say anything but he just kind of looked over at me and like knowingly smiled <laughs> <laughs> <All>
0: right, <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were growing up um who was your favorite wrestler
2: i actually didn't Watching wrestling until high school. Okay. But,
0: in um, high school, who was your favorite wrestler? Uh, I
2: really like
3: the Spirit Squad. Spirit um, Squad. Spirit Squad.
0: So, um, um, table five. Um, five people in your um your whole career that you want to sit at your table, and you're the fifth person who. Who the on-forward you want to sit at your table?
2: People that I wrestled or training with. Training? Anybody
1: you looked up to?
2: Like that I actually interacted
1: with. Yes. It could be dead, alive, whatever you want. Yeah, it could be trainers, oh, people go. you've wrestled, people you want to wrestle. Let's
2: do cheeseburger, Jirgula, Creature, and Delirious.
0: Okay, that would be a great, great table right there.
1: Man, I... I would love to sit there, too. I'd like to ask Drew what it's like working for Vince. He's very
2: lucky.
1: <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that's taboo in WWE right now is men hitting female wrestlers. And I know you have experience wrestling, both men and women. Is there a gender that you prefer wrestling or feel more comfortable wrestling? Or just kind of what's your view on that topic with intergender wrestling? Um,
2: I just want to wrestle someone who wants uh, to have a good match and intergender
3: way and I just kinda get
2: pushed to the side. hmm Right. Because I think the XM must be horrendous. But
0: uh I get to do more than I normally Yeah. So, I, I mean So um and inter- uh, like we're same. going to, I'm gonna be going to Stan um Styles' um show then gender show um next week. So um that's gonna be fun, like seeing everybody wrestling, everybody enjoying each other. The one I want to see is Mr. Willow versus Ava Taker, I think her name is. Yeah. So how did you get the um, name America for your character?
2: Sorry, my end because I forgot that my friend and doesn't want to do wireless calling or Wi-Fi calling, so. So what do we, we want to
0: talk about now? Um, do you have any fears in the wrestling business? Fears? Like something you don't want to do and like go up a ladder or go under a ring?
2: I mean, just wrestling someone for the first time that I don't know how they're going to be is kind of scary because Mm. you're putting a lot of trust in that situation So for, like, you know, a little scare to let people that you haven't worked with pick you up for a slam or something because you just don't know. Right. You know?
1: Are there any bumps that you're afraid to take? We just asked that
0: question a long time ago.
1: <laughs> oh did we yeah
2: i mean just like just like things that i can't control from people that i don't know right that i haven't worked with before like yeah that would that would be would scary. like i'd like to like kind a, a kind of a little thingy
1: more yeah kind of like uh the first time triple h ever did the pedigree the guy took it like a pile driver because he didn't know he was supposed to land on his face yeah never seen that video because he wasn't familiar with the move
0: it's like um the style of clash. Yeah.
2: I take a category because that's on me but <laughs> right, yeah any, anything that someone like has to pick me up for kind uh, of like if they're the one doing the slamming I'm a little bit
3: hesitant to
0: let
2: them do that right so um Brian wrote
0: down um like you retired at one point in your career and because of concussions what got you um wanting to come back to wrestling uh, what's that bass uh, okay. okay okay um
1: do you have any stories that you would like to tell us is there any funny ribs or, or anything that happened backstage?
2: I don't, I usually kind of keep to myself. I don't really like trust a lot of people in wrestling. Yeah. I usually just like talk to whoever I'm working with and keep a little profile. Yeah,
0: that makes a lot of sense. Um, I know um, somebody was telling me that he quit a bunch of promotions just because he doesn't ho- know who to trust. And it ma- makes a lot of sense because of the whole speak out movement and, and that, like seeing half the names coming up and you're like, oh. Um, yeah. we were, we were going to have, we were going to have, um, Mark Haggerty on, and then all that came up and we had to cancel. And that really, really mm-hmm. like sucks what he was doing. And I, I was like, time, I time to cancel. I didn't
2: hear about that one. Oh, you didn't hear about that but one? Thank you. No, thank you for canceling.
0: Yeah. Like I, I had to cancel whatever I had to cancel. And, and I don't want to hurt my brand in my podcast for some story out there that's disgusting and Right. What's your opinion yeah. about the rest of the speak out movement? It's
2: real. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of stuff happen that i comfortable talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. I understand. Like, I, I totally understand. It really sucks how people treat other people just for their giggles and their craziness. I totally understand. And you don't have to say anything. And I hope people I mean, keep on speaking out.
2: It's also sad, like the direction that some of it went because I saw people posting like, Oh, this problem is not that bad and this person blah 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 and I'm like, You guys just need to shut up and listen to each other mm-hmm. and Absolutely. stop thinking that you know what somebody else went through when you don't cool. and like obviously there's a really big problem and a lot of people have been very hurt, so like it's real. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it
0: truly is real.
2: And what someone else has been through and like certain things may affect there's a lot of crap people in wrestling and not enough people like Preacher and Cheeseburger yeah. wanna be positive and care and do the right thing. Oh yeah. Unfortunately. I think it's better than it used to be like when I first started, but it's like like can we not use the word ring rat anymore ever? Mm-hmm. Because that is so disgustingly gender biased and like there's just no excuse to treat women the way that women women are treated in wrestling. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: And society in general, but wrestling is like terrible. Yeah. It's terrible.
0: That's that's one of the reasons why people are speaking out. And yeah. I was I was taught <laughs> to treat women with yeah. respect and open up the doors. Um oh, Dude, my my dad would hit me over the head if I didn't. Like, I remember hitting, my sister hit me once, I hit her back, my dad threw me against the wall. I was little. So that's where I gave respect to my sister and all that
2: stuff. My dad
0: taught me something, but that's when I was little. Like maybe like six, seven.
2: Can I also just say that when I first started wrestling, so many men were like, oh, you're going to have it so easy because you're a woman and you're going to get all these (laughs) opportunities. And then they went out of their way to hold me back and mess with me. That's horrible. That's really messed up. Yeah.
0: My gosh. I I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know where you guys been through Mm -hmm. by promoters being a-holes and wrestlers being a-holes. Yeah. I'm very sorry about that.
2: Well, you know, can't change the past, but no. I appreciate you apologizing mm. and caring, and hopefully, you know, people maybe listen. we created a little bit more of a sisterhood, and people will start listening a little more, and maybe, like, people will start being held more accountable for things, because people aren't afraid to, like, it sucks that it has to come to, like, needing to put someone on blast on social media. Mm but
0: (laughs) it's one of one of the pet peeves I have um it's wrestling fans sending you guys bad comments and that that's annoying um it hurts us the ones that want to do their podcast and trying to get a hold of you guys and nobody answers back because you think all guys are creeps and Mm -hmm. and that hurts me because I'm like oh maybe I'll have her on the show and and it never works out because nobody gets back to you.
2: Yeah, I always wish that, like, on Facebook, there could be, like, something that says, like, this is a promoter, or this guy has a podcast, and then you can open up the message and not have to look at all the weird that comes in. Ugh gosh
0: I, I I get weird messages but I block them fast <laughs> it's like yeah I don't want to talk to this person yeah people should be yeah. more
1: positive and encouraging and uplifting instead of trying to bring other people down yeah
0: I I had somebody like told me that my podcast is stupid and I should get a real life Who is was that it was some dude, I blocked him. That was, was
2: it like a, a listener? No, he was
0: just a dude just wanted to be, because I wouldn't go into his chat room. Like, you know, when they have like these little chat rooms and trying to add people in there to talk and you want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And then he writes to me, he's like, you're, you're a loser and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, your podcast sucks. And I'm like, oh, okay. Thank that's you.
1: Nice. Block. People, people that do that are, yeah. I think, insecure about themselves and mm-hmm. put others yeah. down.
2: Yeah, that's
1: definitely true fans need to start respecting
0: other people in chat rooms and it's a reason why a lot of people don't have the instant messengers on, or they don't look at people's information. Like you've been, I've been trying to get a hold of somebody, and he's like, "Yep, yeah, I don't use my instant messenger. I don't have it. I won't get it to you." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So um, Quinn asked has a question. What kind of music are you into? Um,
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess like indie rock is my my heart and soul, but I like a lot of things. I like a lot more now than I used to. Okay. And I actually work in live entertainment, so even like like things like modern country that I always hated growing up. Like once you see certain bands play, you're like, oh, and you feel like the vibe of the crowd and stuff. You're like, oh, this is actually not so bad.
0: Quinn Quinn does um editing music and all that for bands and all that. He's like, no, don't don't bring anything up. Leave me out
2: of this. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but he, he does is that the your engine- audio engineer. Yeah. yeah. So okay. it's the reason why we got all this stuff and.
1: So, if you had the licensing to, like, any music soundtrack, what would you want your entrance music to be, if you had the licensing to any song?
2: Well, I guess I use music that isn't licensed right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) Nobody's going Mm -hmm. after them, and if if it was WWE, they'll give
1: them music. Right, but, like, if if you could have your ideal entrance. (laughs)
0: What's your entrance music right
3: now?
2: My music for my wilderness girl character, which is supposed to be like like kind of a combination of Robin Hood and Indiana Jones, oh, is brilliant. the Robin Hood Men in Tights theme, which <sighs> oh. I love. <laughs> And we played that song in college marching band, too. And it was, like, so much fun to play it in the group. And, like, when the brass it's like, da-da-da.
0: I just fell in love with you. You I said Men in Tights. Oh, my gosh. one of my favorite comedies. I
2: oh, no, I'm sorry. Did I say Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah. I meant Robin Hood Prince of Thieves.
0: Oh, still an all-favorite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> They're Bob both is. great
2: of oh, thieves, not listening to myself thought <laughs>
0: <laughs> now like i'm a bit, besides wrestling i'm into movies and i have over 1500 movies in my collection nice yeah i
2: have a lot of dvds too ah. i work in the film business also actually so. okay
0: okay what what do you want to get into the business what do you want to do
2: well, I already do um, grip and electric, like lighting department and camera support, and I do art department and set decorating. Okay, okay. So, kind of like, I like a little bit of everything. Um, gotcha. Not really so, I'm sorry, Mr. Audio Engineer, but sound doesn't really interest me too
3: much.
1: <laughs> He's <laughs> so much. I'm
3: sorry, <laughs> but I'm glad that you like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least you're laughing and having fun. That's that's all I care about. It'd
2: be, cool. It'd be cool even to do like I don't know if I want to do it all the time, but like I worked on House of Cards and stuff and the things that the scenic painters do and the patinas and stuff, like mm-hmm. most of the marble on that show was painted by painters. Like it wasn't real marble and it's just like freaking crazy awesome stuff. How but was how was work, it working? working? With all those chemicals and fumes mm-hmm. all the time, I'm kinda like, eh.
0: Hey. How I was it know. working? How was it working for <laughs> House of Cards? Oh, it was fun. It was really fun. Um, yeah, I watched that one episode <laughs> and I saw Kevin Spacey kick the dog. I was done. I turned it off. I didn't yeah. go back
2: that's <laughs> good well it wasn't a real dog i know but and we all we all know what happened with kevin spacey in the end but yeah um, yeah it was netflix is a really awesome company for come back to Baltimore and make another show
0: that's cool that's cool i did have some i uber once in a while i did have somebody that um produces um stranger things and ozark and sopranos and all that in my car and we were just talking movies one time it was kind of fun
2: cool yeah. yeah i really love um working in this film business and uh you know like it's a community it's not just like your job mm-hmm. it's because we spend so many hours together and it's so teamwork based it's like yeah. you know it's the way that i wish wrestling could be and some people are really nice i'm, I'm not saying everyone's terrible but like oh,
0: i totally understand mm-hmm. and mostly i try to get the people that i will want on my show and make them part of the family because i always say when you come on our podcast you're Part of the family, and I will do anything to help you out, promote you, whatever you want me to do. You know what I mean? And that's who I am. And um, that's yeah. who I am. <laughs> yeah. I care about everybody. You know what I mean? You can ask Frankie. Frankie loves me. <laughs> uh, he was the first person to do an interview for with us, and okay. yeah. and we are four interviews in with him, and and he keeps on wants to come back every time. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and Frankie's a good guy. If you see Frankie, ask him about his horse. <laughs>
2: I saw the pictures.
0: <laughs> that was that was funny. Um, last night, people were like, Where's your horse? <laughs> he wasn't even wrestling, but it was funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, somebody said he needs a donkey now, come out with a donkey and all that stuff. Oh,
1: that'd be great.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. Oh, gosh. So, you're into movies and all that. So, what is your all time favorite movie? My all
2: time favorite movie? Like, it's
0: something that you'll keep on watching over and over and over again without Whoa. getting bored.
2: It's really hard to pick just one. I'll pick five. But yeah. What's your top five, five? Five. Okay. Sixteen Candles. Sweet. Beetlejuice. Clueless. Alice in Wonderland cartoon. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like not the Johnny Depp one, but the original cartoon. Yes. And Dumb and Dumber. Okay,
0: okay. I dig that. I dig that. Um, now, I remember um, my niece was, she's 13 now, but she was a lot younger. And um, she goes, Uncle Dave, you don't have any princess movies in your collection. So I went out and bought princess movies. I got Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid. Um,
1: all the Disney ones. All the Disney ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got them all. And then one day she comes over and I was like, ha, I got princess movies. She's like, I'm not in the princesses anymore, Uncle Dave. I'm in the Monster High. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> And I, I love her to, um, to the bits, you know what I mean?
1: But People change as they grow up. <laughs> I told her
0: straight up, I was like, I don't yep. care. I like Beauty and the Beast, and you're not stopping me watching it. Beauty <laughs>
2: and the Beast was really
0: good. Oh, yes. I liked
2: the live action one that they did, too.
0: That was good. That was good. I did. Yeah. I, I, I liked the live action um, Aladdin, too. Oh, yeah, that was really good, too.
2: Because
0: I was like, somebody said they were going to go see it, and I'm like, I should go to the movies, and didn't do any work that night. I <laughs> just want to see so, movies.
2: Can, can we talk about how the live action Lion King wasn't really live action at all? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, think
0: they're going to get real animals for that.
2: No, I wouldn't want them to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds dangerous.
2: I mean, yeah. And not I'm not like into abusing animals for entertainment also. <laughs> I, I don't either. I'm Because they're animals and they're not like it's one thing to have a person who wants to be on camera doing things, and it's another thing to have animals who can't really, like, voice their opinions one way or another.
0: I totally agree with you. Like, um, yeah. the, like I came home one night, and I, and I see this dark figure in my front yard, and I'm like, what the heck is that? I pull up, and there's a deer eating our bird feed. <laughs> Aww. And I'm like, oh. He's looking at me. I'm like, hello. hello. I always say hello, dear, every time I see a deer. <laughs> yeah, hello, dear. What's that? Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Hello, we have
2: peacocks. Well, our neighbor has peacocks that just ram around. Like, I like to sit outside and drink my coffee in the morning, and there's just like a little peacock parade that walks by. Cats <laughs> are watching them out the window. Oh They're my just, gosh! Like, hanging out three this morning. They scare me sometimes because it's like country road with a sharp bend and people just slide down. But yeah i haven't seen any dead peacocks yet, so
3: that's
0: good. <laughs> and where I live, I I see a lot of foxes. And I'm like, I Ooh. saw a fox one. I saw a fox one day. I'm like, I'm waiting. For for the hound,
1: where's the hound? <laughs> it's like I'm waiting for the hound. Where's the hound? So, is there anything we didn't mention that you would like to talk about?
2: Me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, not you me. I, 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 I don't think he's talking so, about
1: me. Nah.
2: <laughs> anything that I wanted to talk about? Yes. Yes.
1: Anything.
0: What do you want to talk about?
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like on the fence about doing shows right now with COVID time, and, like. Like, I really want to go get some ring time in somewhere and train. And then, like, is it really responsible? And even with the masks, yeah. you know, Yeah, yeah. is time. it really the best thing? Now, do
1: they test, test you before to, like, you participate in any shows?
0: I know Matt Trima does the scan to check temperatures. I know he does that. He does it to the fans too.
2: Is he indoors or outdoors?
0: Uh, now he's outdoors, but he still does the whole scanning
2: outdoors. Yeah, that's good. Cause I've seen people like I've seen people posting pictures of some shows, and they're outdoors, but like not many people are wearing masks, or no one's wearing a mask, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My mask I keeps mean, on falling down. Thing. I have to put it back up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I want to do a show, and I want to wrestle, but
0: I also want to be responsible, so... Yeah, sure. I mean, you don't want to get anybody sick. So I don't want to get my family sick, because I do live with my parents to help out. My dad's 75 years old, and I'm there to help him, you know what I mean? And if I get sick, he could get really sick, because he's sick too, you know what I mean? Not, like, totally sick, but he has to take pills for stuff, and he's a lot older, but... Yeah. yeah. Like I want to be safe when I go to shows. I, I notice some people they're not six feet. I always tell them I want seven feet away. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, like there's some people I like. I did the fist pumps. Like hey, okay, hi, how have you been? Right. Long time. Like I did that with Frankie. I mean, hey, how
1: you fist doing? Fist pumps or elbows? Yeah, elbows. No. Yeah, <laughs>
0: did some elbows. I mean, like the chicken dance. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just wish people were more responsible, especially the fans wearing masks, because it can spread real real quickly.
0: But yeah. I, I I do like it. If a per, this is the only reason why I go to H2O, because I know Matt's checking everybody, because I know he doesn't want to get sick. Yeah. So that's where... I have more respect to go there to watch and enjoy shows I, because I missed it so much. I was depressed when we didn't have anything going on. And, mm-hmm. and I told Dave one day, I was like, hey, you're not sick. I'm not sick. Let's, let's do the podcast. And then he goes, oh, I found a sound guy. See, he used the word sound guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> he wants to be called producer.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: sound sorry
2: sorry I, I mislabeled you and called you audio engineer <laughs> <It> sounds
1: fancy <laughs> it's it, it yeah, does sound fancier
2: but producer is fancier i think oh yeah but higher higher pay scale so
0: <laughs> gosh um do you have any social media you want to tell anybody um Any shout outs?
2: Um, Sure. I would like to have more followers on my Twitter. I've been trying to use it. Like, I used to really think that Twitter was stupid. (laughs) Me too. I kind of still do, but I also kind of feel like you need to be on there for wrestling. Correct. So I've been trying really hard to, like, you know, do some stuff on it.
1: And what's your Twitter handle?
2: It is at Ashley Ameri, A-M-E-R-I. There's no room for the (laughs) Uh. (laughs) C-A.
0: I have you on my list anyway. So we'll tweet each other, and I'll hit the the button to redo everything. And... Yeah, and we'll let you See, know. I don't the know any of that stuff,
1: so you can listen to it. <laughs> yeah, but,
2: um, I really should have an Instagram, probably. I have one,
1: and I don't
2: know what I'm doing. I, mean, I have a personal one, right? But I have a Facebook. I have a like page for Ashley America, and then I have a Facebook account for it, but it takes me, like, I have a lot of unanswered friend requests, and it takes a lot for me to go through those, so, there's a... like, I'll do, I'll do like, a quick glance through and see if I really know people every once in a while, but it's kind of like, you know. Right. Hey, you picked
0: me so... really fast. <laughs>
2: It's if I see we have a bunch of mutual friends that yeah. I feel like like it's a safer bet that I'm not gonna like have to deal with some weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, but it doesn't always work out that way.
1: Right.
0: I I'm a safe weirdo, so you're good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. Mm. I mean, I'm weird. I'm weird. I think so we like, are.
1: So Everyone's unique <laughs> in their own way.
0: Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy because like I've been getting a lot of um friend requests and I'm like one mutual friend I'm like delete. Mm. <laughs> Well, who's the mutual friend? What's the, what's the I one? don't know. One? I just.
3: Who are you?
0: <laughs> oh, I I don't yeah. I don't do that anymore because they keep on talking to me and then they yeah. and then they go, you won fifteen hundred dollars and it was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs>
2: banking information. Yes. yes. Social security. I get texts
1: with that stuff, like scam texts and things like that. I'm like, come on. Not I'm not pro- that the heck? I'm
0: that guy that's like, I have to play with them and mess with them.
1: Uh, like one guy, I get the calls. The
0: guy goes, um, hey, it's easy. You should just buy and get it. Give me your blah, blah. I'm like, hold on a minute. Let me ask the wife. I don't have a wife. You know what I mean? I'm just like, hey, let me ask the wife. And then it's Dave Keener talking in the background. <laughs>
2: But yeah um i also eventually when we're ready we're gonna be a tag team but my my new my girl kaya mckenna who just debuted like last month or something we're gonna be doing some tag team action awesome and our tag team is called spellbound so i'm bringing back some of my like my like spiritual new age gimmick to go with her good witch thing and um should be a lot of fun yeah
1: it'd be fun to bring so, you both yeah. on together at some point yeah there we go yeah,
2: yeah kaya yeah. mckenna give her a fun Yeah, I will do that. She's super rad. Oh,
0: she used rad. I like that. I like. I like. Have you
2: seen the movie Rad? Yes, I own it.
0: (laughs) It's (laughs) It's hard not to find a movie I don't own. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um. Thank you for coming on
1: yeah we appreciate your time
2: yeah yeah next yeah, time yeah it's next time me out of my isolation bubble
0: yeah yeah next time Dave Keener will be on there and you can do his battle royal he likes doing his battle royal gives you like names an and, so he loves that stuff. So I always tell people when they come on to the 2300, welcome to the family. And I really do mean it. And if anything happens, like on the side of the road or something, and you can't find anybody in the Pennsylvania and Delaware area, just send me a message. I'll come and save you.
2: Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. If you are someone that I don't know on the internet, please don't try to call me over Facebook Messenger because that's really weird.
0: That is weird. If I do it to accident. Didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. I will hang out so fast and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I don't mean it. I'm sorry. And I write, I'm sorry, on the bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on. Yeah. It was great. No oh.
2: <laughs> thank
0: you. Look, they cheered you. But thank you very much taking off <laughs> <laughs> it was fun having you thank
3: you